Coming up on today's edition of Locked On Eagles, stock up, stock down after a dominating win against the New York Giants on Sunday. All that and more on today's edition of Locked On Eagles. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Welcome in, Eagles fans, to a Tuesday edition of the show. I'm Louis DiBiase, and he's Gino Camilleri. Today's episode is sponsored by Simply Safe Home Security with fast paced technology exclusively from Simply Safe 24 7 monitoring agents capture evidence to accurately verify a threat for faster police response. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Visit simplysafe.com slash lockdown NFL. To learn more, we are going to continue to recap on today's show that dominating win over the New York Giants in the Meadowlands. The Eagles put up 48 points. They were dominant on the defensive side of the football as well. Yet again, they are 12-1, and closing in on that one seed in the NFC, Geno. And, man, just uh, – I mean, you said it before the show. The fact that they topped what they did against Tennessee is – I mean, I guess you should say believable at this point because they've been doing this all year. But yet again, on stock up, stock down, I think it's going to be more stock up, stock up. I don't have anything to gripe about today. This is great. I love this trend on this podcast this year. This is amazing. You you can't follow (laughs) up a game where maybe they had a few flaws where we said they were nearly perfect and then one up that and us try to cherry pick something and make it a negative. There's not a player that I could pinpoint say that was a bad day for this guy. Yeah, we could always be the national media that says, oh, the Philadelphia Eagles haven't played anybody. I think that's just a load of baloney. They've beaten arguably the two other best teams in the NFC. Well, they've beaten two playoff teams in the last two weeks by 25 points in each game. Not a big deal. Not title contenders, but they're not pushovers. Yeah, at all. I mean, the Giants are a division rivalry that they had to get back on track sooner rather than later if they want to keep their hopes up. On the road in tough environment, too, to put up 48 Mm -hmm. points in that weather. I mean, come on. And same thing with Tennessee right now. I mean, they had to win that game against us and Jacksonville to solidify their chances to win that AFC South. There's a chance now that Jacksonville could creep right up behind them. And the Eagles did a pretty good showing against them earlier in the year. And everybody that they faced, I don't care what you want to say about the strength of schedule. The Eagles handled their business. They play Eagles football. They overcome adversity. They've won big games. They've won close games. They've done it by passing the ball. They've done it by running the ball, winning defensively. Find me a flaw. Find me something that is going to lose this team. It was special teams, Gino, and now they're playing really well. This team is clicking on all cylinders. After those two hiccups against Washington and the close game against Indy, they've been even better than they were before that, and that's a sign of a great team for sure and a great sign of – a great team as well is when you have a young elite quarterback under center. Jalen Hurts right now, the favorite to win MVP, according to our official sportsbook of the Lockdown Podcast Network, Bet Online. Jalen Hurts yet again dominant in that win, Gino, against the New York Giants within the pocket in the first half. His decision-making and accuracy was on another level. And then the run game in the second half. I don't think people still truly – I mean, maybe it hasn't settled in yet just how amazing the situation is that the Eagles are in. Not only because, obviously, you're in a Super Bowl window right now and you have the best team in the league. Like you said, there's not a flaw on this roster, and Jalen is the MVP favorite. But, I mean, 
the kid is only still 24 years old. He became the second youngest quarterback to ever take a team to a 12 and one record. Dan Marino was the youngest to do it at 23. I mean, that's the thing is, yes, you want to maximize a window. Like this team is never going to be the same as it is right now. There are a lot of free agents next year that you can't keep. So you want to maximize the window. We know what happened after 2017. Nothing is guaranteed, but at the same time, when you have a 24 year old quarterback that is elevating his roster, the way he is. And it's not like he's going to lose his support system anytime soon, but even if he did the, the ball placement in the way he is lifting this team up now, his arm, his legs, and with his mind, I mean, this is not going anywhere. And I, I don't think Hertz is going to regress like other quarterbacks would. This is not a flash in the pan. He just, even though he's 24, he is too mature and he prepares like a 37 year old veteran does. I can't imagine this is going to just go away after one year. Our friend over at CBS Sports, Jeff Kerr, had tweeted out earlier today that only one quarterback in the last 20 years drafted outside of the first round has won the MVP. Do you know who that player is, Lou? It's a pretty easy one. Wait, wait, wait. In the, when? In the last Tom Brady, right? That's Yes, it. Tom Brady. You yeah. know who number two would be if they were to win it this year? It would Jalen be Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And he would be a guy that many people believed could be that player drafted in the second round that could potentially come in, be a backup quarterback, and maybe be, let's say, like a Tyrod Taylor type, somebody that sticks around, yeah. they, ha they have a good career, I mean, decent accuracy numbers, not world-beating, somebody that you can win games with and is a game manager. Throw all those labels out the window. This guy is breaking every expectation that we had set on him, every expectation that I think every pundit has set on him. And there might be one guy in, in Jim Nagy at the Senior Bowl who believed in this kid right away when he brought him down there to Mobile. It was a heck of a day for those quarterbacks in that 2020 Senior Bowl class between Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, to have one of those guys where we were talking about those draft classes saying, man, look at how just career-defining and franchise-altering these classes could be. Well, the Eagles, they didn't get one in the first 10 picks. They happened to get one in the second round. Not every team yeah. gets that lucky, but the continued elevation of his game can only be associated statistically with one other quarterback in NFL history, and that is Josh Allen. And if you look at Josh, even in a year when he's not having the top of the top in Josh Allen type numbers when it comes to keeping the ball out of the opponent's hands with his interception numbers being a little higher this year, the consistency is still there and the ability exactly. to win games because of him is still there. And that's like the you thing said, you know. that's I mean, what Jalen could turn into. Yeah, that's the thing is you're not going to have an MVP season every year. Aaron mm. Rodgers, Tom Brady hasn't won an MVP since 2017, but Jalen Hurts... I think this like is going to continue where you mentioned Josh Allen, like this year isn't an MVP season for Josh, but it's still a, a top tier performance from a quarterback. And that's what I think with Jalen hurts. You're going to get year in and year out. I, I just can't imagine with the steps he's taken now because his mobility isn't going anywhere. And you see the no. decision-making in the pocket. Now the ball placement, I mean, how he's improved against the blitz. You, you can't beat him in that way. The way he's improved, you know, knowing when to run, but when he's outside the pocket, when to throw on the run. I mean, you saw that growth as well against the Giants on Sunday. I hate that A.J. Brown dropped that one ball where Hertz is rolling to his right, goes back across the middle, finds Brown wide open, keeping his eyes downfield. But to have a 24-year-old quarterback that's going to win MVP with this kind of young core, young weapons that are under contract, I still don't know if it's truly – I'm still kind of in shock, to be honest, of how this year has transfolded, especially with Jalen. 
I just want to say that people that automatically jump to Pat Mahomes being the MVP this year is the quickest way to tell me that you haven't watched any Eagles football games. Because even Pat Mahomes the other day, if you saw what he did, Lou, he threw three interceptions in a single game against the Denver Broncos. Jalen Hurts has thrown three interceptions the entire year. Yeah. T- talk about and two being of them the MVP. fall. They were off exactly. the hands of his receivers. Talk about being the player that is the most efficient on the best football team, creating the most amount of results. Yeah. That's the equation for the MVP. It's a quarterback award. We all know that. Who is the best quarterback in the league by every measure right now? I know Pat Mahomes is still doing Pat Mahomes things, but like I said with Josh, if you're going to compare the best year of Josh Allen to the this year of Josh Allen and then do the same things with Pat Mahomes, compare his best year to this year, you can't give Pat Mahomes the MVP because he's not matching those numbers. And Jalen Hurts is playing at a level that we haven't seen a quarterback play at in forever. He's doing things that quarterbacks have never done. First quarterback right. to go back-to-back seasons with 10 plus rushing touchdowns, the numbers he's doing accuracy-wise, his ability to push the ball down the field with 25-plus yard completions. He's in the top four with that category as well. He puts up all these points on the ground in the air. What more can you make in the argument for Jalen I'm running Hurts out of things to, to say about him. That, I mean, he's literally checked every box. I mean, right now he looks like the best quarterback in the NFL. And that's what's so exciting is that guy is only 24. But, you know, and it's so exciting too because he's going to be coming out only in his fourth year. He's still going to be on a rookie contract at 24 years old, but he has four years of college playoff experience under his belt. Back-to-back playoff appearances his first two years as a starter. Probably an MVP trophy. Maybe a deep run potentially to a championship. I mean, again, I, I know we said this a lot in this podcast in 2018 and 2019, how this team wasn't going anywhere for a long time and we saw what happened. But I truly think this time, this is far more sustainable because of Jalen, because of this entire team. Um, it, it's just it's such an exciting position to be in for the Eagles right now. This is not a team with a bunch of 30-year-olds on their last legs. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. And Jalen Hurts' stock is soaring again after another dominant performance against the New York Giants. But, you know, it wasn't just... Jalen Hurts, yet again, that dominated on Sunday in the Meadowlands. There were a lot of players that shined. We'll get into stock up coming up next right here on Locked On Eagles. And today's episode of Locked On Eagles is presented by the official sports book of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. We've been trying to win you some money every Friday here on LOE3. Um, I went two and one this week. Uh, Gino, you got another win. You're, you're, we're going to get there. We're, we're heating up for sure. Our units we're still are positive. high. We're both yes, positive. that's right. We are making you money if you're betting with the Eagles on Bet Online. But it's not just the Eagles. You can bet on the rest of the NFL. You have the playoffs coming up. Who's going to win MVP? Bet on our boy Jalen Hurts. You can bet on the NBA, the NHL, um, the you know soccer. Um, the college bowl season, pretty much everything they've got it covered for you. Um, they're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action around the world of sports because bet online is where the game starts. I'm Louis DiBiase. He's Gino Camilleri. Thank you so much for making today's Lockdown Eagles and every Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, also make sure to check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local expert and insight only Lockdown can provide. 
Locked On Sports today. Available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So on this Tuesday edition of Locked On Eagles, we are getting into stock up, stock down, but it's going to be stock up, stock up again after such a big win against the Giants to get to 12-1. and Such a flawless performance, of course, from Jalen Hurts at quarterback. But, Gino, I mean, how about his counterpart in the backfield, Miles Sanders, a career-high 144 rushing yards and two touchdowns. He surpassed 1,000 yards on the year and 11 touchdowns. No running back has had at least 1,000 for the Eagles since 2014 with LaShawn McCoy. No running back for the Eagles has had at least 10 rushing touchdowns since 2011 with LaShawn McCoy. I mean, to see what Sanders is doing in two of the last three games – He had 143 yards against Green Bay and now 144 against New York. I mean, this guy is playing on another level. The vision, patience, and decision-making is everything we thought he could be if he put it all together because we knew he had the physical talent, and now you're seeing that development with the IQ. It's kind of a theme of this Eagles team right now, man. The development of a lot of these guys is incredible. And the point with Miles Sanders that I think is the most important is that he yeah. did that in a game where the Giants have a pretty solid run defense. Because yeah, if you do. go back to the Tennessee game, who we know that they had a very good run defense in their own right, and they were throwing the football. It's like, okay, maybe Miles can't be that guy that kind of just surpasses the athletic ability of that defensive line well man he completely dominated that defensive line and in many different ways his ability as a blocker as well there's the one QB draw with Jalen Hurts where he just goes right up I believe it's in the B gap and he blows the linebacker he blew another pass block on third down too Gino his blocking on Sunday was great exceptionally better and and that's one area another area where he came in and being very raw coming out of Penn State where he had to develop and I think the maturity in Miles Sanders is the greatest part about him because that run that he had, that 41-yard touchdown run, Lou, I could see him getting 10 to 15 of those a year because he is so decisive. He hits the hole. It's one cut. And, man, when he doesn't dance and he's straight upfield, there are not many people that can catch him. We don't talk about how insanely fast Miles Sanders is in the open yeah. field and that next level gear. You talk about some of the all-time finishers when they get into the red zone. There are some guys that they could get hawked down. We saw the days of Josh Adams and Wendell Smallwood. Miles Sanders is a closer. If you yeah. want to win, put Booby in like the quote from Friday Night Lights. It's true. Look at what he did to start the game. Look at what he did to finish the game. He will give you constant production week in and week out. He's a 1,000-yard rusher. He has 10 touchdowns on the ground. Look at this 11. kid, man. 11 now. And got 11, yeah. He is just surpassing every measure you probably would have expected. Drafting a player that raw coming into the running back position, he hit his stride so fast in 2019, and that really has allowed him to develop. He's been on the field, staying out of the injury book this year. Yeah. That has been the biggest thing for him. When he's 100% ready to go and those tires are juiced up, nobody, nobody can stop Booby Miles. Yeah. He's unbelievable. Darius Slay said it himself uh, yesterday. Miles Sanders, when he's healthy, is one of the best running backs, one of the best weapons in football. And, Gino, I'm getting a little nervous he's playing too well. I'm hoping he's not going to price himself outside of Philadelphia. I would imagine something still gets done this offseason considering how many running backs are in this free agent market. You'd have and, to believe so. You know, but at the same time, I do wonder what his contract will look like compared to some of these other free agents because he looks – 
amazing. I definitely want him back next year. And unless they're going to, unless again, the, the gap between him and like a Kareem Hunt is substantial or they really want to go all in on going cheap at this position. I want this guy on this team. I think, you know, we've kind of mentioned Lane Johnson and Josh Sweat as like two of the most underrated players, but I feel like when it comes to your young core, two of the guys that have kind of gone under the radar the last few years have been Josh Sweat and Miles Sanders when it comes to the importance of their roles, like moving forward. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And yeah, we saw how instrumental it was to have that solid base back there with LaShawn McCoy and Brian right. Westbrook forever. Because once you got into those years where outside of the 2017 season, where you couldn't rely on that that one guy to just get it done. I remember right. the Josh Adams year where they just I don't think they converted a third and one or fourth and one with a running back all season awful. long. And that's the thing, you know, like, yes, you have an offensive line that's the best in football. You have Jalen Hurts, who's a mobile quarterback that's elite. And that definitely helps running backs. But, mm-hmm. you know, running back does matter, too, because I feel like Sanders is getting more meat off the bones. Look at that touchdown. Like, the offensive line opened up a nice hole. But then Sanders on the second level sees an opening and has LaShawn McCoy, like, cut on the dime ability. And he gets upfield. And like you said, with that elite speed, he's gone. He's one of the best home run hitters in the league. A Kenneth Gainwell... Yeah, can he get those initial yards? Sure, but is he making that play? No, there's not a lot of guys that can make that play. So, yes, is running back more of a dime a dozen than other positions? Absolutely, but that doesn't completely diminish the value of top-tier guys like Sanders. And you saw it, Lou, and I know it was an incompletion, but, man, his ability uh, I, how about to that, get man? back downfield in the past. 2019, game. they finally gave him a deep look down the That's right sideline against a linebacker. About. You want to yeah. – you want to make up the gap for Dallas Goddard not being there. That's like one that. of the things we want to see. Take more chances because they're going to hit. Because Miles Sanders, his confidence is at an all-time high. And he is just so much better than any linebacker that's going to cover him in the open field, Lou. It reminds yeah. me of Darren Sproles when we were just force-fed those Texas option routes where it's he's going to get up on the linebacker, either cut in or cut out. Miles Sanders can do that stuff. We've seen it before. Now that the confidence is back, let's start picking this thing up into gear and giving some sure. some uh, tendency breakers in that department. Uh, Gino, I wanted to talk about, too, on the other side of the ball, speaking of the run game, the Eagles' run defense has been what incredible. What a world. What, what a, a turnaround. World. I mean, Gino, you look at before that Colts game, before they signed Linval Joseph and Indonikin Sue. They were getting torn up by, you know, the likes of Brian mm. Robinson and Antonio Gibson and Washington and, you know, Damian Pierce against Houston. And they couldn't really stop the bleeding once Jordan Davis went down. Even earlier in the year, they were struggling. You know, mm. you saw the first play against the Lions and the first game of the season, DeAndre Swift goes off. To see that they are turning this thing around at a time when you're playing literally almost every top tier running back you can think of Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones, um, Saquon Barkley, Derek Henry. The fact that they are holding all of these guys in check is incredible. You would have thought they're not stopping these rookies that are day three picks. How are they about to stop this gauntlet that's coming up? And none of them have beat you. It's incredible that this is the time they've turned things around in this area. Yeah, the scariest thing was seeing Damian Pierce do that behind an offensive line, which has all sorts of holes in there. I mean, outside of Laramie Tunsil, most of those guys are replacement-level players. And Damian Pierce, he ripped off five-plus per yard, per carry. And you're saying, okay, Green Bay has a better offensive line, and the Colts have one of the top offensive lines, and the Giants have only improved year over year. This is going to be a tough stretch. Right. Lou, thinking back on it, 
if they sign Sue and Joseph a week earlier, I mean, we, we could be, be talking about right now, being undefeated because I Brian know. Robinson was ultimately the downfall to that football game because what they are doing now is getting off the field in those situations because they're able to keep the team behind the sticks. There's yeah, not there's less third and third one. And How two? many times exactly. was there a third and one against Washington? Yeah, and you couldn't get off the field. And even in those areas now, Lou, those third and shorts, their run defense is coming up in the biggest way possible. Yeah. And, and you get Jordan Davis back. The the influx of Sue and Joseph has only made everybody else better because they have more confidence to play their roles and not and try fresher, to be something you know, exactly because they can too. they could cycle those guys in. They have 10 deep. They're all good run defenders. Even the edge guys, Hassan Reddick is good against the run. So is Josh Sweat. And we know right. Brandon Graham's the most technically sound player in football. Mm -hmm. So he's obviously good there. Add in the 2,000 pounds of man that you have in the middle of that defensive line. Even the sixth man in Milton Williams is solid against the run. Hats off to Jonathan Gannon and turning this thing around. And man, he should give uh, Howie Roseman maybe a little extra Christmas gift because yeah. getting Sue and Joseph in there. It's at been the huge. Perfect time has been just the, the greatest gift you could have asked for, Lou. And I know you said that point that the Eagles, they don't have those 35 year, 33, 34 year old guys that are just going to cycle out. They have a couple of those. But you think in a couple of years when those guys are older, the Miles Sanders, the Jalen Hurts, there will be another group of guys that you could bring into sure. that caliber. Yeah. It's not your core that the, is that old. Those are the role players, the Danny Greens of the world, the Jamal Crawfords that yeah. they get yeah. up there in age, and you could still bring them in, be your sixth, seventh guy, but your young guys right now, man, this house, the foundation, it is getting built up beautifully in the nicest area you can imagine with all the glitz and glamour. And, Lou, the Eagles have the fourth overall draft the pick fourth. in 20 overall pick you know that's the thing is this defensive line is the deepest in football and they could add a Jalen Carter or a Will Anderson I mean could it's not fair I mean it's, it's, not. it's, it's, it's can you not. imagine Hassan Riddick Josh Sweat and Will Anderson and Brandon Graham as your four on the edge I mean I don't know what an offensive line that's playing 100% of the snaps is supposed to do. It's incredible. Stock up to the Eagles draft position right now. The fourth overall pick of the season ended today. The most talented team in franchise history has the fourth pick. An abundance of riches. Hats off to Howie Roseman and this entire team. They are set up beautifully right now and for the future. Gino will continue to recap this game against the Giants coming up. Stock up is going to continue right here on Lockdown Eagles. And if you want to get your stock up in the daily fantasy world, there's only one place to do it. This episode of Locked on Eagles is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. As I mentioned, this is daily fantasy, but you're not playing against anybody other than the Prize Picks projections. You pick two to five players, say, will they score more or less? If you're picking Jalen Hurts, don't even think about selecting less. Go over every single time. He is on a tear. Miles Sanders goes over. A.J. Brown goes over. Pick any players that you want, two to five of them. Win 10 times your money. And it's not just on football. You could bet World Cup that's going on right now, women's college basketball, Euro basketball, disc golf, cricket, MMA, boxing, NASCAR. The list goes on and on. Entries can be made in as little as 60 seconds. And it's easy with fast and safe withdrawals. No going through some offshore sites. You are going to put in your money. You're going to get your winnings out. It's operational in over 30 states and Canada. So how do I get in on the action over at Prize Picks? Well, let me tell you. You download 
the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users, that's the first time you log into the site, will get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. That's L O C K E D O N for our YouTube watchers. It is at the promo code on the screen below. If you deposit $100, you'll get $100. If you deposit $50, They'll give you 50, so on and so forth, up to $100. And don't forget to enter that promo code locked on, locked on at sign up for instant deposit match up to $100. This is the Locked On Eagles podcast. I'm Louis DiBiase. He's Gino Camilleri. We're still recapping that dominant win on Sunday. The Eagles take it over the New York Giants. And uh, Gino, the Eagles put up 48 points. Saquon Barkley limited on the other side of the football. Just an absolutely incredible day um, from both sides, the offense, the defense, and the special teams. And as we continue to roll here through stock up, um, we talked about the run defense at the end of the second segment, but the pass rush equally as good. And of course, you know, Hassan Riddick, nine pressures, um, gets a sack. Josh Sweat gets another sack. Fletcher Cox in on the action. Milton Williams, seven total sacks in that game. But we got to yet again highlight our guy, Brandon Graham. Three sacks in that football game. He's up to eight and a half now, second most on the team. One sack away from tying his career high in a single season of nine and a half back in 2017. Gino, I mean, we talked on the show yesterday about just how in awe we are that a 34-year-old is doing this off a torn Achilles and considering he's on limited snaps. But it's so fun, too, still to watch what Brandon Graham's doing, not only because of that situation, but to see a guy that you were like 13 and 14-year-old watching still dominate when you're 25, I don't know. I just I appreciate it a lot. It's, it's great to see an Eagles legend still in uniform, a Super Bowl hero that's going to likely have his jersey retired. He passed Fletcher Cox. Him and Cox are battling back and forth. Graham now back in the driver's seat for fourth most sacks in franchise history. I just love seeing, like, you know, all the new guys dominate is awesome and they're the future, but Brandon Graham just feels like the Eagles, right? I mean, that just feels like your team. That's been your guy for a decade plus, and it's just so cool still to see him playing at the level that he's at. And I'm, I'm all for giving him a contract extension next year and keeping him as a part of this rotation. I think he's perfect for this role. Well, you mentioned Hassan Reddick, and we have yeah. to give him his flowers for now having 10 Incredible. sacks. Yeah, three seasons in a row with three different teams, three different defensive coordinators, and three different head coaches. And why I mention that is because you go to Brandon Graham and see the success that he has had now for over a decade in multiple different systems with multiple different coordinators, multiple different head coaches. He yeah. got moved from defensive end, four down defensive end, where he was labeled a bust, to an outside linebacker, never batted an eye, goes back to the main edge rusher for this team when they go back to a four-down system, he wins a Super Bowl for them. And you know what he was doing last Sunday, Lou, that might be the most impressive thing of his career? When all of the starters got pulled on both sides of the ball, Tyrod Taylor's in there on offense, Daniel Jones is out of the game on the defensive line. It's the, the sixth and seventh guy for the Philadelphia Eagles, but number 55 still has his hand in the dirt. He's still playing football, even in the fourth quarter when they're resting everybody. Yeah, Young football players... If you want to know what it is to appreciate the game of football and never take it for granted, Brandon Graham is that player to idolize because what he does on the field, it, I don't even think it comes close to being the impact of what he can do off the field. He's the Walter Payton man of the year nominee for the Philadelphia right. Eagles. He comes back off an Achilles injury. And the, the one scene that I think is cemented in our brains as Eagles fans is 
a couple years ago when he's hugging everybody in the media department, he gives that goodbye to Derek Gunn, and you're saying, man, this really Oh, is yeah, the after 2018. Yeah. You're thinking he might retire then. Lou, this guy might set his freaking career high in sacks. At Four seasons age. later. Isn't it crazy? Achilles injury. Man, I, you can't say what Brandon Graham means to the Philadelphia Eagles organization enough for the past 12 years that he has given. When you write that story of the decades of Eagles football, of course, yeah. in the 2000s, you'll think of the Trent Coles, the Jeremiah Trotters. The 2010s and beyond doesn't even start without Brandon Graham's name. That's in the that cool conference. part, man. It's just like he's been through every era with us. The Andy Reid era, the Chip Kelly highs and lows, Doug Peterson, the Super Bowl, and now Nick Sirianni. That's why, again, it's so fun to see A.J. Brown doing what he's doing. Jalen Hurts mm. and Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, Hassan Riddick, Josh Sweat, all these new guys. But I'm always going to have a soft spot in my heart. The nostalgia boy in me is just you know, you look at Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Lane Johnson, and Jason Kelsey, and all those, mm -hmm. you know, guys that have been through all of this with us. I think I appreciate not them more than the other players, but, you know, it's definitely a different connection. And that's what happens when you're with the team through four head coaches in, you know, 12 years. It's, it's incredible. Like you said, considering everything you laid out of what Graham has gone through, that he's doing what he's doing. It's not just coming off the torn Achilles, but as you mentioned, all the coaches, you think he's done after 2018. Talk you know, about position change. Oh yeah. my goodness. I mean, it never shakes him, and, that, and he talks more than anybody in the NFL. <laughs> so yeah. it never hurt his confidence. He truly is the greatest. <laughs> and I, one, believe that they should retire his number instantly when I'm he with you, man. inevitably hangs yeah. it up. He's one of the top three edge rushers in Eagles history. I know the numbers. He might be number four right now. But, and I he's mean, close, man. If he plays another year or two, I think he could – get there and pass Clyde Simmons. Yeah, exactly. Because is he better than Clyde Simmons? That's the conversation that you're going to have to have because I still think Trent is number two and we know Reggie is number one. At the peak, yeah, I agree. Everything that BG has done in this and the continuity, I mean, he's done it longer than Trent has now. I mean, he's done it at an incredibly high level. He's not, and nobody will ever be to the talent of Reggie White, but right. that's the greatness of Brandon Graham. He was an undersized edge rusher coming out of Michigan, drafted at a position that maybe he wasn't meant to play, put at outside linebacker. But that's the beauty of liking this team is that even with the bad, when the good does come around, the guys that reap the rewards are those guys that have given everything to the city. And like you said, Lou, that's what makes it so special. This ride with Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham and Jason Kelsey, seeing those guys play at this yeah. type of level, it only makes this go around that much sweeter. For sure. Absolutely. Perfect way to put it. Guys, that's going to do it for today's edition of Locked on Eagles. We'll be back tomorrow, Thursday and Friday for three more shows this week. Monday through Friday, we got a podcast for you. So make sure you subscribe to Locked on Eagles on all podcast platforms on YouTube as well. And we're always talking birds after the show on Twitter. Hit us up at Locked on Birds, at DBLCLOE, and at GC24 underscore football. Thank you again for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. Also, make sure your next listen is the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. For Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off as always. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening, and let's go, birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.